You're listening to the Brooke Snow Podcast, conversations to help you look forward with faith, faith in yourself, faith in God, and faith in your own mission and purpose. I'm your host, Brooke Snow. You have episode 11, bless seven people with what you want most. If I were to ask you right now what you most desire in your life, what would it be? What does your heart most long for? What is your most pressing goal? What problem or challenge do you need solved right away? In short, what do you most want for your life right now? I'm going to share with you one of my favorite new practices to help you progress towards what you most want and how it delightfully solves so many stuck points that often keep us from seeing the progress we long for. Today's review of the week comes from Cami Tidbits. She says, as a busy work from home mom of four, I crave some time to slow my mind and focus on eternal concepts. Even in the midst of dishes and laundry, I can find the time by listening to Brooke Snow. Even in just the few short minutes of an episode, I can find nourishment and reflection to keep my perspectives eternal and my soul uplifted. Keep them coming, Brooke. Thank you so much, Cami. I'm so grateful that you do feel nourished and uplifted. That is my goal. If you want to be the reviewer of the week, please leave me a five-star review in iTunes and share your favorite takeaway so far. Your reviews boost the show ratings and help other people find the podcast. So thank you so much for listening and for sharing. My new favorite practice is what we're going to talk about today. (laughs) My favorite practice for helping you achieve what you most want for your life. I actually learned this a few weeks ago from Carol Tuttle. Carol Tuttle has been an important mentor for me in my life. I've read all of her books. I have taken all of her courses. I've worked with her one-on-one and I can credit her teaching to much of the progress that I have made in my life the past six years. Because I'm such a loyal student of hers, I was really thrilled to be invited to be on the launch team of her new book that just released this week called Mastering Affluence, Six Lessons to Create a Life You Love. Let me just say the book is totally amazing. It focuses on six areas of your life to create affluence. They include your spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, financial life, and your relationships. Those six areas really provide the foundation of who we are and how we experience this life. And they also are the six areas that we tend to get the most stuck. (laughs) Carol has a really great quiz on her website that allows you to learn what areas that you are stuck in. And then she teaches a mini masterclass to help you clear that stuck energy. I highly encourage you to take the quiz for yourself. In her masterclass, she teaches this fun little exercise that helps you get unstuck. And I absolutely love it. Once you have identified which area that you feel stuck in or maybe which area you'd like to see more progress in, she invites you to bless seven people every day with a blessing that you most want for yourself. This is so cool. (laughs) I use this exercise simply as a form of prayer. For example, if I desire to grow my podcast and to reach more people, then I would pray for seven other podcasters every day, and I would pray that their podcast will grow and that they will reach more people. A major focus for my life right now is promoting and selling my new book. 
I have taken her challenge to heart. And every day I've been praying for seven other authors that they will find success, that their influence will reach many people. This really works for any blessing in your life that you most desire. Maybe it's a better relationship with your spouse or your children. Maybe it's financial stability. Maybe it's better health. Maybe it's having a child. Maybe it's clear direction for a decision or a problem that you're facing. Whatever it is in your life that feels stuck or feels like it needs to grow, practice blessing seven other people each day with what you want most. Now, there's this really interesting thing that happens when we're stuck or we're in the beginning stages of growth. It is so easy to look at other people who seemingly have what we most long for and to feel jealous, to feel the gap widen between what they have and what we wish we had. It's a mindset of lack and scarcity. And it can be really difficult to be happy for others or to nourish our own hope and our own faith that this blessing will someday come our way as well. I remember a few years ago when we were trying to sell our house, we had already built a new house and we were balancing two mortgages. I had already committed to myself that I was going to only pray for that sale with gratitude and retain hope the whole time. But it was difficult when I saw other homes around us selling and ours was not. It felt like it wasn't fair. (laughs) I wish I knew about this practice back then. As a business owner, there have been countless times that I have felt stuck in growing my business or selling my courses, and I will watch other online influencers who seem to be so much more successful and they're achieving the goals that I've been working on, only getting less results, And I have felt jealous and I've wondered when I would be able to attain that blessing for myself. So many times in every area of my life, there have been blessings that I have been working on or longing for that just weren't seeming to come to fruition for me. And I would see this blessing happening for other people and it was hard to be happy for them. It was hard to feel hope that something similar would happen for me. Now, As I have been practicing this exercise for the past few weeks, a truly remarkable thing has been happening. First of all, I have experienced real love and hope and happiness for those I pray for. Feelings of jealousy have dramatically subsided and faith in someday receiving my own blessing has greatly increased. Why does this happen? How is it that this is so? I believe it's because we are all connected. There's this proverb that keeps coming to my mind. You've probably heard it before. A rising tide lifts all boats. As we pray for the success of other people, especially with what we most long for, their success and blessing lifts us too. A rising tide lifts all boats. We are all connected. Last year, I did this podcast on teamwork for the Every Branch podcast, and I'll link to it in the show notes. It's basically the idea that we are all a team. We all help each other. And the more we can look at the world around us as our team, not our competition, that the more progress we are able to experience. I'll never forget this amazing, stunning story that I read at the end of Simon Sinek's famous book, Start With Why, and it further illustrates this concept. 
He tells the story of Ben Komen. Ben Komen is a member of the Hannah High School cross-country track team. And unlike the other members of the team who all sprint out fiercely together at the fire of the gun, Ben is the slowest member of the team who never runs with the pack. Ben has cerebral palsy, which is a condition that leaves him with an unsteady gait and tightness in his muscles and his joints, and this affects his balance. He runs most of the race with several tumbles and falls. He lags far behind the rest of the runners. Everyone else on the team finishes the race in around 25 minutes. For Ben, it takes 45 minutes. I'm going to quote directly from Simon's book on the rest of the story. He says, when Ben eventually crosses the finish line, he is in pain and he is exhausted. It took every ounce of strength he had to make it. His body is bruised and bloodied. He's covered in mud. Ben inspires us indeed, but this is not a story of when the going gets tough, the tough get going. This is not a story of when you fall down, pick yourself up. Those are great lessons to learn without a doubt, but we don't need Ben Komen to teach us those lessons. There are dozens of others we can look to for that, like an Olympic athlete, for example, who suffered an injury just months before the games, only to come back and win a medal. Ben's lesson is deeper. Something amazing happens after about 25 minutes. When everybody else is done with their race, everyone comes back to run with Ben. Ben is the only runner who, when he falls, someone else will help pick him up. Ben is the only runner who, when he finishes, has a hundred people running behind him. What Ben teaches us is special. When you compete against everyone else, no one wants to help you. But when you compete against yourself, everyone wants to help you. Olympic athletes don't help each other. They're competitors. Ben starts every race with a very clear sense of why he's running. He's not there to beat anyone but himself. Ben never loses sight of that. His sense of why he's running gives him the strength to keep going, to keep pushing, to keep getting up, to keep going, and to do it again and again and again. And every day he runs, the only time Ben sets out to beat is his own. When you compete against everyone else, no one wants to help you. But when you compete against yourself, everyone wants to help you. I love that story. <laughs> and I can promise you, as we allow ourselves to be a cheerleader for others, as we pray for the blessings that we long for most to come to others who want them too, as we stop separating our progress as this isolated event and we instead allow ourselves to join the collective where we all rise together, this is when things really do change. In Alma chapter 41, verse 15, we read, For that which ye do send out shall return unto you again and be restored. See that you are merciful unto your brethren. Deal justly, judge righteously, and do good continually. And if you do all these things, then shall you receive your reward. Yea, ye shall have mercy restored unto you again. Ye shall have justice restored unto you again. Ye shall have a righteous judgment restored unto you again. And ye shall have good rewarded unto you again. For that which ye do send out shall return unto you again and be restored. A rising tide lifts all boats. That which ye do send out shall return unto you again and be restored. Pray for the success of others for what your heart most desires. 
Isn't that pretty much like the coolest practice ever? I promise you that it alleviates jealousy. It increases the love that you feel for others and for yourself, and it increases your own faith. If you love this concept and would like to learn more teachings like this, I invite you to check out Carol Tuttle's new book, Mastering Affluence. I am sending her my blessing that she will be hugely successful, that she will reach many people with her message, and I will link to her book in the show notes. And now I leave you with a challenge. What do you most desire right now? What is it? Pick seven people to bless with that very blessing in your own prayers and see what happens. Imagine your life with the blessing you most desire and look forward with faith. You can find show notes for this episode on my website, brooksnow.com. Thank you so much for listening. 